Good morning, good afternoon, good night, and welcome to another week of Downtown Don't Waste No Time with Negativity podcast. Um, sorry to those who might have been looking for an episode last week. We did take that week off just in reverence of Easter slash 420 <laughs> and everything going on. So there is a lot, a lot of things to cover. Um, this week, I am happy to have Top Boss with us, Mr. T. Ford. What's going on? What's up? Thank you for joining us this week. Um, I do want to start with, I don't know, can you guess what I might want to start with? Probably Beyonce. Yeah! So, <laughs> Beyonce Homecoming live album and Netflix special for Coachella last year dropped surprisingly but of course it's Beyonce why would we be surprised um it was just so so amazing inspiring um I was very happy at the fact that I can even watch Beyonce on demand right now on my tv or Netflix wherever I go what was your kind of opinion and takeaways before I share mine on this Beyonce homecoming just let's talk about the next the Netflix special itself and the Coachella performance um like I'm a Beyonce fan but not a Beyonce like fan like <laughs> so I was just like okay some new Beyonce like I'm down for it um, <coughs> I was happy <coughs> I was happy her content was finally streamable what do you mean? And available this readily on an open source. So it's no secret that the Carters kind of have a specific formula to releasing music. So to see... Since title. Since title. Is that title. what you're um, getting at? Yeah, since title. Since uh, Probably even a little before them? that. I don't blame them at all. I don't blame them at all. I but. would still not even make my shit available. But that I'm, doesn't mean that they can't drop it. Like, you know what I mean? I feel like, kind of as a fan, you're forced to feel like you've been waiting forever before, you know, that content from your favorite artist is available. But if you were a fan, you would have title. True. You would. You would. But (laughs) that doesn't mean, like, see, I'm not a huge Beyonce fan like that. But you're a huge Jigga fan. But as a Jay-Z fan, yes, that's available to me. So that doesn't mean that there are people out there that aren't necessarily looking to move their number two fan slot to number one. So there are areas for you to kind of, you know, things like this where you allow your content to be streamed on a different platform for once. You know, you're able to kind of just lead little tidbits for potential fans to grab onto and to start to listen. So I, I was just appreciative of the fact that it was available kind of for those who aren't in the Carter. On Netflix? But I also feel like I seen something coming in terms of like them, like everyone else kind of has something with Netflix. And I feel like Jay-Z and Beyonce, they didn't have any content and they weren't just going to release something like everyone else. It kind of had to find their way to make their end because it is rumored out there that is they signed some some $60 million three-part, whatever the rumored numbers are, deal with Netflix to have more content coming forward. But I feel like 
I I totally agree with their approach to just have strictly been releasing things on title because if you really do fuck with the movement and the numbers do all speak for itself, why wouldn't you have titles? So it shouldn't be a problem to see my things because you won't be looking for it on Apple Music. You won't be looking for it on Spotify because you know that title is our company. So, like, in a sense, I totally get where they're coming from. But more importantly for me, for the Netflix special um, and this control, um, Coachella performance was that she was the first black woman ever to headline a Coachella festival. So that alone is a huge accomplishment in itself. And maybe a lot of people don't um, see it as a huge thing today, but down the road, they'll look back and be like, wow, Beyonce was the first or, you know, it's history, it's history being made in real time. Um, also, I love the fact of the documentary. We know that every time Beyonce does take the time to like share a bit more of her insight, or Jigga takes a bit more to share into the insight of his of their lives for us. Um, things that I always take away is just the amount of hard work and dedication that Beyonce puts into everything she does. No, I'm not saying she does it on her own, but she's very meticulous with every detail and every stage of things that she puts together. Um, in this documentary, she shared that... Um, did you watch the documentary? No, uh, I caught pieces of it, yeah. Well, she did share that it took her almost a year to perform, to prepare for this one performance alone. Like, that's not regular to me. Like, I feel like Beyonce fan or not, you can, you can give a person that, like... Four, she took four months with the band because, quote, to her, she um, felt like the sound and the music is the heartbeat of the show. Then she took another four months with the dancers and the band and everything together. Like, it was just amazing, amazing production. Shout outs to whoever edited this whole thing. Like, this, the sound quality, everything that I've just learned so far, it was just so on point and amazing. Now, the thing with that is I don't think people understand what goes into even a live performance or putting together a live show, an event. Furthermore, something as huge as Coachella and to do it on the level that Beyonce is used to delivering on. So anything kind of within that time frame seems about right to me as far as what it takes to put a, a full Beyonce production on. Which it. But I felt like this was even more than a Beyonce project, you know what I mean? But it may sound a bit corny, but I totally get why she called it, like, homecoming, you know? She shared it, the fact that she had a horrible, okay, I won't say horrible, but a very difficult and hard pregnancy. Um, and that also, it, it was made quite public, certain aspects of them just trying to heal their marriage. So she's creating this epic performance in the midst of doing all of this while just having twins, while being the mother of Blue Ivy, while just doing all of these things like at high levels of efficiency, in my opinion. On top of that, she added like a crazy diet to ensure that she could be at her best, including sulfate. So she had like no carbs, no alcohol, no fish, just veggies and like fruits pretty much. And I know when I decided to try to take on any diet alone, how much mentally that has just done to me. So she did a lot. Like, she sacrificed a lot physically and mentally, I feel, to just give this one. Like, to people, they'd be like, oh, yeah, Beyonce performed last year. But, like, she put a lot into this one moment. And I feel like that is something that 
us as a public, us as people appreciative and um, educating ourselves like in the music industry to be mindful of. No? Definitely. Definitely. But at the same time, it comes with the territory. If you want to go for that top spot or you are looking to be the next Beyonce or the next, you know, Jay-Z, there, there's going to be a certain level of determination, dedication, and hard work and just, you know, ethic that you're going to have to put into whatever you're doing. So as far as regular life things kind of compounding on that, the fact that she's even letting you into this world is a rare glimpse for us. So to have Beyonce do that and kind of give the inner workings of the whole, you know, production, that's that's a lot. That she I'm glad she actually did that. I feel like it was very like the feeling that I felt after rock watching this is just inspiration and more motivation and this could be a lot of healing and just it was great. She added the black national anthem, okay? I'm not racist, but like goddamn, like and it wasn't in no corny way, like I thoroughly enjoyed it. I love the fact that even Blue Ivy was excited as a child. Like, I just know that that is not something that's shared a lot with the public. And we have to, we in school are trained to sing another man's national anthem. So the fact that she made it lift every voice. Yeah, I'll stop being corny, but <laughs> the fact that she did that, I felt it was very like. It's Black History, HBCU. Like, that's very, very Canadian, American, whoever. Like, that's something that's still a part of the Black culture. And seeing that on a predominantly white festival, it was really big. So thank you, Beyonce, for that. Um, also, the fact that she dropped the live album, dope. So able to enjoy that. Plus, she dropped the choreography version for Formation. And yes, as we were speaking earlier, she made Lemonade now available on all streaming platforms after a year. Get your bag, bro. I can lock in my shit for a year. Facts. And I will say this. I rocked very heavily with Tidal from the beginning. It was actually one of the first streaming services I was able to reach out to, partner with. That's so. dope. I, I'm a firm believer of what they do over there. See? Boom. Okay. <laughs> um, so I'm looking forward to whatever else Beyonce and Jay-Z might have or the Beehive might have coming to us via Netflix because obviously I can feel some more content coming on the way. Um, Solange was supposed to perform this year at Coachella. Um, canceled the performance due to production issues. No. No comment. No comment? None. Production issues. Can we get a little... Well, the story about production is... It's something that is created from the imagination to begin with. So if you have a specific vision you'd like executed, and you need that vision to be executed on a certain level based on the story your music's telling, that's just what you need. So... I can't comment on, you know, I've seen it used as what some people would call uh, way out or a loophole. And I've seen it, you know, pretty honest and, and just true to the art form. Sometimes it just takes a lot to put out, to pull off the show you want to pull off. So I have no comment, seriously, either, either way. 
one part of me feels like <clears throat> she canceled this performance because maybe she knew Beyonce was doing this rollout. It'd be a reflection of time for people. Even though I don't think people compare Beyonce and Solange, but they do compare Beyonce and Solange, even though they're not the same. To me, they're not doing the same thing, but people still do it because they're sisters. And a part of me does feel like, yeah, maybe she did it because what she was doing, not that it wasn't as creative, but it wasn't at maybe that level that Beyonce did Beychella with. And she doesn't want people like taking away or not soaking it in properly because that's what they're going to be doing, which is comparing it to that. Or I feel like maybe... You know, Solange seems like a hard and meticulous worker like Beyonce herself, where maybe she was just like, given given the album that I just heard Solange drop, it's not like she had a lot to really sing about, you know? So she would have to figure out how to transform that to a stage with hundreds of thousands of people out there watching, and I definitely didn't see that as an easy thing. So, I don't know, just some ideas of maybe why I think she canceled the performance I was looking forward to it. Um, I won't do a deep dive into any of the other the Coachella performances because Coachella isn't paying me. Um, but <laughs> Coachella, <laughs> Coachella. But I, I'm not speaking on Coachella right now. Period. The most is just coming up out of there. So <laughs> funny you say that. A recent article came out to say. There is record-breaking amount of STIs that have come out of Coachella Festival. So, ladies and gentlemen, those of you who went, know what you did and you didn't do. Get yourself checked out. Your health is wealth. Your health comes first. Eat fruit. Mind your business. And you shouldn't have unprotected sex. But if you were, please go to your doctor and get checked out because it sounds like some serious things are happening out of there. You know, um, random, but I wanted to, like, you know there's a lot of, like, nasty people out there? Definitely. Like, my Uber driver the other day was sharing with me how, like, people take, like, lots of drugs in the bathrooms, public bathrooms, which is, like, okay. But on top of that, like, people, I guess, who love to use bidets or they don't believe in toilet paper and they just stick their ass right to the sink and wash it and then you use that same sink to like wash your hands just yeah be careful out there people be careful um what i do want to take more of a deep dive into with coachella is connie west's performance now for a while um not really for a while for the past couple i guess weeks or so you could say that after this MAGA promotion that Kanye West has been doing, quote-unquote. He recently started doing these Sunday services via social media. And to be honest, I'm not going to front, and I'm not going to shy away from what I'm thinking, just because, you know, this is my public platform, this is what downtown's about, but I'm going to tell my truth. And I honestly felt like these Sunday services never sat right with me. I just felt like, number one, yeah, I I feel like this is his way of trying to remind us of old Kanye, but not only that, he's trying to find a way to, like, 
do this whole Christian thing and make us forget about this whole Red Hat MAGA thing and all these, you know, by just clowning it with all the theatrics, you know? Great performance. It's the formula guaranteed to be a boom. You have DMX, you have Chance Rapper, you have Tiana Taylor. It's not supposed to be a flop. You understand? But I do feel like I'm being used and slutted out to some degree. Especially when you have merch. Like Holy Spirit and socks and all these things that are going for like $50-$70. (laughs) You're kind of quiet, Mr. T. Ford, but I'm just... Stop me when you're ready. Stop me when you're ready, but like pissing me off, okay? I've been a Kanye fan. Well, loosely using the term. Anyone listening to music right now, if you like how the way things sound, you are a Kanye West fan. Whether you know it or not. This man has influenced, you know, urban music, pop music, you name it, for the past probably 20 years now. Too long of a story to get into the history of it, but I will tell you this. I know of a group from Toronto, Ontario, Canada, that have been turning up the church. Talk the things out. Turning up the church. Like, I don't know about you, but ever so often, I have family members that, you know, go to the church. So they'll be in there, and I'll get an invitation ever so often, and I'll definitely show up. While there, I've witnessed a few things. One of these things being the Young Saints. I've seen them completely pack churches with young people. If I ask my parents... Facts. You know, I don't know the last time they said they saw young people like this in a church. So to hear that Connie West is doing this, after I know, after speaking with those young men that, you know, are part of the Young Saints, they actually explained kind of how their somewhat connection to this all fit in, hypothetically. And just looking at the facts, this seems a bit strange to me. So, So like, I don't, like, what are you trying to say? Kanye stole these concepts from the saints? Well, I don't know. You know what? Art imitates life, or does, you know, life create art? Here's my I'm issue. I'm just saying, with the this saints, is a though. life for. Here's for my issue with the Young Saints, okay? Because I've been to their shows, I've been to concerts, but who, like, what are they? Are they inspirational rap? Are they, are they gospel rappers? Are they regular rappers? Are they on their chats the rapper flow? Like, like. That's my only thing with the Young Saints. For me to continue where I'm going in this Kanye conversation. I'll tell you this. Those guys grew up in the church. They can only tell one story. So people have asked me, because I'm really close to the group. Why? um, What's your relation? I'm just close to the group. I work very closely with them. They're, you know, good friends for a long time. I, 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 yeah. I'll leave it at that. But... I've asked them myself, because I was curious, you know, are you Christian rappers, Christian artists, are you gospel, what are you? And the response I got was, 
they are Christian and they make music. This is their story. There is no box specifically saying, you know, you have to be this or you have to be that. Like, say what you must. I've never heard one swear word in any of their music. Fact. Does that make them automatically gospel? Yeah. I just feel like if you're performing in churches, and this is my thing getting at with, with Kanye, he's... He's lost certain audiences. Certain sales are doing is great. So now he's trying to pry on the Christian community and doing shirts like that's blasphemy, bro. Holy Spirit, like, like I'm not. No one, no one, no one has the right to do certain things. But when it comes to Kanye, like now I'm starting to have even more issues. Like, bro, you're 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 married to Kim Kardashian. You're living that lifestyle. You're here now, part of the new Kim Kardashian season. You're out here with Justin Bieber, who is known to recently be professing his love for Christianity, dealing with Sean Witherspoon, out with these mans now. You're with Chance Rapper. You have DMX, newly newly sober gentleman, working on a thing as usual. We know that DMX has always had this battle. Now, all of a sudden, there's, there's whispers of, oh, the Kanye church is coming. You don't want to have elements of, of preaching. You just want praise and worship. You're selling this merch. But yes, so you're at Coachella. Like, I didn't forget that you said slavery was a choice, bro. I didn't I didn't forget, like, you hugging up Donald Trump on, like, the TV where I can see all the way here in Toronto, Canada. Like, I didn't forget that. Like, to me, like, that... At what point do you say, okay, this is really getting fucked up? Like, is this... Is he being revolutionary or is he really, like, using us? I get it. You have to make your money. But uh, this one is just this play right here is not rubbing me the right way. What I'm looking at, when they're showing the, the God's eye of the fucking um, Kanye performance and it's showing, what is the palm? Man, I'm so mad that it's going to slip you right now. The healing palm. What is that sim- single sim- symbol? Uh, not too sure. Kanye, he's fucking up the game right now, and I don't know if it's in a good way. Like, I I feel like it's getting a little bit too Calabasas and too Hollywood for me, and being in touch with the real world and knowing that I feel like that's not okay. The prices for this merch is not affordable for no regular day people, and... What if it is a celebrity church? What's wrong with that? Because you're not supposed to be excluding people if you're really loving God and Jesus and Jesus walks and all these things and you're crying and you're feeling the spirit. Then why is it that that is only you're only allowing celebrities only to come to that? So is it that it's not available to everyone else? Is that what makes it bad? If, if Kanye did this at a level... I just feel like he's doing it now. Like... I'm watching the I'm watching his history. He came in the game a certain way. He he um what's the word I'm looking for? He made himself appeal to certain groups when he first came out. Then then it was Kim and it was Yeezys and it was you know, slavery was a choice and it was you know, Jay Z call me bro. It was all of that. Now you're now you're reverting back to certain things because certain plans didn't work that's that's my thing with kanye right now i feel like 
you're using black people while you're there supporting MAGA people. Like, but in terms of the Young Saints, you know, once again, I do want to say, like, yeah, they are doing a big thing, and I don't feel like they're what they're doing isn't rubbing me the way, like, what Kanye is doing, because I know that the Young Saints have always been doing that. You know what I mean? I don't know of... I don't know of the artists and young saints to be out there doing liposuction. I don't know them to be like I don't know that. So to me when you're when you're co-signing certain things, like I don't know, man. Just just bring back the old Kanye. Bring back the old Kanye. I miss the old Kanye. You know, <clears throat> speaking more on just artists doing things differently Nicki Minaj recently she left her manager her um her management or she parted ways with G Robertson G Robertson <laughs> G Robertson sorry and Cortez Bryant um this is blueprint and maverick management um people this may not seem like something that matters but it does because Nicki Minaj has pretty much been with these guys since like such crucial points of her career so for her now to be parting ways especially with everything we've seen that's been going on just for artists of that caliber to do something like that you're thinking what's been going on and what's happening but what is happening what is that story well i know automatically people want to be like oh probably has something to do with cardi b and just recent events with that situation and like Certain moves that Nikki has maybe been making, there's been whispers of like maybe she hasn't been following certain directions from her management. But who's to say, you know, what they were even advising her to do was, you know, right. But I know the more and more I listen to Queen, exception of that Foxy track, because honestly, I still don't know what the fuck that was. Um, <laughs> it was a work of art. Queen was put together. It was orchestrated very well. The verses go hard, and if it wasn't for all the drama surrounding Nicki Minaj's album, which was supposed to do way better than what it did, numbers-wise, what happened? When you're supposed to go on tour, and your tour now is, 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 is canceled, okay, fine, not canceled, it's postponed, but you're doing the European leg instead, right? But what happened to your American leg with Future? So now all of a sudden... Oh, it's Juice World that you're on tour with. Then all of a sudden it's... Like, you know what I mean? Certain moves, certain things are happening and... You know what? Sometimes the numbers show you... You just have stronger opportunities elsewhere. So that's where you go. And where you go, not everyone else can go. But at the same time, I'm someone... You know, I'm a little... I don't know. You don't, I, I don't know the situation, so... Or do you do you think that maybe she's crying in it a little bit because recently um, her well a lot of sources confirmed that Chris Brown Chris Brown mainly confirmed that Nicki Minaj and him are going on tour this summer which is which is really dope if I can get tickets to go like I'm there okay because that is gonna be a fire concert and show but. Nicki Minaj showing with Chris Brown I don't know if that's a move I really expected her expected to see her make now in her career when she 
she could be she should be headlining anywhere she wants what happened to the postponing with future so how are you going on tour if this was postponed for that reason so a lot of shaky i don't know airs air holes in this so i'm wondering who's going to manage her now what's her next move going to be why chris brown even though is that like the cheat code anyone that goes on tour knows that it's automatically going to sell because chris brown is like one of the best entertainers of this generation facts <laughs> facts i hate when people try to sleep on chris brown nah facts. fam for reasons we won't say you know his career has taken that turn most respectfully so but he's still one of the greatest entertainers of this generation hands hands down hands down what do you think about chris brown and Nicki minaj going on tour together I'm about anything Chris Brown does. Do you feel like Chris Brown has to do everything that comes his way now? No. I think Chris Brown's forever inspired individual. This man does. Do you think he paints, dances, yes, sings? Yes, but inspiration does not pay the bills. So I'll ask this question again. But it does. Do you feel in like Chris case. Brown has to take every play coming his way now? But it does in his case. Because I feel like literally every outlet, like when you're that creative, if every opportunity is coming with a dollar value attached, you're not looking at it like work. You just like to do your thing. You like to express. So I'm pretty sure there are things he turns down and things he accepts. What he accepts? I've never heard him put out anything that I was like, this is horrible. What is he doing? No. <laughs> um. Do you feel like Chris Brown is one of this century's most influential people. Slept on, yeah. Well, recently Time 100 came out with their most influential list. Um, I'm not gonna go into great detail, you can research on your own like how this list comes about, but pretty much it's like your, your, your peers voting you in, everyone has the opportunity to like vote you in to be top 100 like most influential people of the 20th century. And there are no hip-hop artists. Like, when I say none, I mean not even one hip-hop artist on that list. Does that mean anything to you? Yes and no. <clears throat> okay. If I tell you that Ariana Grande is on that list, Khalid is on that list, Lady Gaga is on that list, Taylor Swift is on that list, now, does that mean anything to you? Yes and no. Why? Yes, because I feel like this means that the culture has now gone cerebral. So it's in the DNA of everything that exists. To see these people on there... This is where the yes and no kind of come in. Those individuals are definitely influenced by the culture one way or another. But the fact that the culture isn't recognized, I guess is what people would say is a no. This isn't right. But it's Hip -hop in the DNA. Hip-hop is the number one genre in the world right now. Okay, so for How argument's sake... How is not one... For argument's sake now... 
Not even Jigga's on that list? What? Donald Trump is on that list. Like, this list has different sub-compartments, but they have, like, artists, they have, you know, politics section, they have... But how is it that you're going to have Taylor Swift, Lady Gaga... Okay, fine. How are you going to have Lady Gaga and not Akon? When Akon is the one that pretty much gave us Lady Gaga. Because... Akon wasn't out there screaming that he gave us Lady Gaga. He doesn't need to. But no, Taylor here, here, Swift, here. Ariana Grande, really? With most due respect, there's a bunch of other people that could be on this most influential list of Time 100. These individuals, he made the list. Every viral video that I see on the internet is someone rapping a Hot 16 or it's to a Drake song or it's to, how's Drake not on the list? <laughs> How is Drake not on the list? I need answers. I need answers. If all I'm seeing is your kids and Ellen DeGeneres rapping songs and Taylor Swift rapping carpool karaoke Tyga and, and all of these things are happening and it's all all birthed from hip-hop, how are none of these, once again, so-called people voting us on the list? Well... Why is, why is Time Magazine's list a list? Why is it even a thing? Is this like a billboard thing? Are you dumb? <laughs> <laughs> Are you dumb? Um, no, but... But here's my thing. We, maybe yes we just no, need, some, we need, we need some more lists. I think this is what it is. There, like, there, mo- there needs to be more... Like, Time Magazine, that's cool. But Time isn't my time. Like it's not like it's not Respect. reflective. It's not reflective of my time. It's like, not my time. You know what I mean? Facts. So I need I need another magazine. Like honestly, shout out shout out the magazines getting out there, the Urbanologies, the Facts. You know, I'll give it to Urbanology. I don't even know. Shout out the the all the newspapers. Like let me see some more of of, of my perspective out there. Let's talk. Let's talk that. I don't know. I don't know about time. I would say shout out, you know, other blogs and stuff, but still they're not reflective of my time. You know what I mean? It's a di- it's a different it's a different deal here right now. <laughs> well, when it comes to Cardi B, her issue now with speaking of like blogs, her issue with the with certain blogs, more specifically the Shade Room and the owner of the Shade Room is she feels like they're assassinating their her character. They're only showing certain perspectives of her life and she straight up sued these people and prohibited them from even being able to post her on their blog so in result they have been posting all the people in connection to her on her label like Q, C, her husband her other label mates and negative news about these people Ooh. <laughs> play nice talk to me nice See, people, here's my thing. People don't understand how business works. <laughs> they, they really don't. There's business, though, and there's doing petty shit. But there's clapback. Me, personally, I'm more diplomatic with situations. That would have been a sit-down. You know? They, I, how do you know there wasn't a sit-down? I feel like there might there have was. been. If it went I feel left, like there were warnings. If it, warnings aren't a sit-down. If it went left or right. In 2019, warnings are sit-downs. No. That's, no. 
in every situation here's what I'm saying there's a, there's a line and then there's when that line gets crossed lawyers get called now when the lawyers get called by then it should be full out war in my mind cause if you're spending this money or you're having this individual allocate resources to ending what I'm doing to me that's just war that's that's just a definition of war to me Okay, but Cardi B brings up a very good point. Black blogs capitalizing off of drama. And opposed to white blogs capitalizing off of what? Well, purple blogs. I could see how she explained um, in a recent live how that works. Because I see it myself, right? ET Canada or certain conglomerates aren't really paying attention to I don't want to say the smaller spec of, but out of the top black, like, artists and celebrities, they, a few of them will trickle into main, like, top, like, grade A Hollywood, like, media. You get what I'm trying to say? So they're going to pluck the stories that they see coming from us, right? It's not like they're taking the time, whatever. If the majority of the stories, if they're going to search... Hashtag Cardi B and majority of the stories they're going to see is court dates and this and that and all these negative things. What do you think they're going to report about Cardi B? True. That's what I'm saying. It it could have been a sit down. Like, I think people overestimate themselves and underestimate some of these blogs and vice versa. So the blogs, the to be honest, right now, anything that has your attention on the internet definitely has a lot of power or facts you know traction or behind it so you have to be careful with how you deal with these people but on the other side i feel like these celebrities don't pay attention to the blogs that are positive like we've been doing downtown now for what almost like three years and it's been a long climb and I don't feel like we are where we're supposed to be because we post positive news or positive insights to certain news. I refuse to really post about someone's baby mother drama or, you know, who caught an STI or who got locked up or that's not really what I want the news to be about because I feel like that's also the, this agenda that these higher-ups and these music execs are trying to push where it's like all these people that have charges that's not becoming the popular thing and it's promoting this generation to want to get charges (laughs) so that's another conversation for a deeper a deeper conversation for another day but i i like if you're only going to give credit to the shade room and not like another blog that's posting all this positive news that you want to see what do you like in a sense what do you expect you want this negative blog it is called the shade room to post positive things then what's shady about it it's all in the name but we'll see how that story unfolds you know people are always getting sued <laughs> I guess when you get to a, a certain bracket, no time to fight, it's just you're getting served or sued. Is that how it works? Sounds like that's how the U.S. works. 
Well, I have a lot of ideas when it comes to this one, but Tiger recently dropped his $10 million lawsuit that he had filed against Birdman's cash money and Little Wayne's Young Money Entertainment, claiming that they owed him significant sums of money. In total, the suit claimed that they owed him at least $1 million in unpaid royalties for his Careless World and Hotel California albums, which are some very solid albums. Does this surprise you? No. <laughs> Why? It's the way of the world. Cash rules everything. Do you feel like Tyga just got to a certain point where he's like, you know what, it doesn't matter? Or do you feel he was threatened? Or do you feel like him doing that dip record with Nikki and then becoming cool again, that means that something behind the scenes had to be green-lighted before he got that stamp again? Cash rules everything. I feel like he just looked at the money he would have taken to do that versus the cost of him investing in himself for a new project. Didn't make sense. But if that's the case, he would have done it from, like, time. Like, he's been having this lawsuit for years. Yeah, but... I'm not happy or I'm not mad. Like, I don't really, you know, yeah, I'm not... I, I'm neither here or there with time. Yeah, but in the sense where it's just like, if I'm going to be suing these mans to say, yo, 10 million, like, that's not no easy money. And then all of a sudden, drop it. Yeah, they probably worked something out. Well, good for them. Because all the time, I'm tired of hearing Birdman and mix-up and this and that, so... The more positivity, the better. Don't waste no time with negativity. Tiger, continue eating your fruit, mind your business, and just, yeah, that way. Mary J. Blige and Nas announced that they're going on tour together this summer. <laughs> I was happy to hear that. Why is no one else, like, thinking, like, that's fire? Like, why am I the only one that's... I think people are just kind of like, oh, Nikki... Well, the pair will be embarking on a 22-city run um, of summer shows across the country, which is like USA, and they'll also be coming to Canada as well. The tour kicks off July 11th, and um, yeah, they'll be in Toronto September 10th. Okay. That's it? That's <laughs> how I feel about Nikki right now. I said Mary G. Blige and Nas. Oh, 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 oh. Nigga. <laughs> Nas, okay. This is this is my thing with black people, bro. Okay, what? No, well, I don't know. I have to wait and see. I have to is wait that, and see. Where is, is that? Why, why do you feel they're touring together? Why now? Why, like, Cause, give cause me of something. the new wave. The new wave. What is the new wave of Nas and Mary J. Blige? Because everyone from a certain era is linking up. That's the new wave. So instead of seeing one artist, now you get two. So they're, they're, they're like, oh. the nostalgia value is literally like doubling down. So you know what? Oh. I've been seeing this happening lately. A bunch of reunion tours, all of that. Yeah. They're bringing vibes back. It's a vibe situation. Yo, but that recent report came out of B2K. They have earned, they broke records and earned the the highest amount they've ever earned on tour for themselves. $5 million for this millennium tour that's been going on. That's crazy. 
that is like and it also shows the longevity of fan base yeah good points you'll see now you're, you're gonna start to see who really had fans yeah like lifelong fans so when when will <laughs> when will you be too old to sing the thong song thong song will be a song saying around campfires <laughs> when AI takes over the world let me see that <laughs> when AI that I'm not doing this well Virgie Blige and Nas also did release a new record Thriving I haven't listened to it yet if you listen to it you mess with it you know feel free to email me downtownworld at gmail.com let me know what you think I'm not really running to my streaming services to listen to this record but Kudos to them. And I'm, I am down to see them in September on some My Life, My Life, My Life, My Life in the Sunshine. You know, all of that. I am so ready for it. So, September Breeze. What? Trees is legal now. You're just at Molson on the lawn, just... Back home smoking legal. legal. <laughs> you know, I'm telling you. Like, fucking why not? Go ahead, Mary. Get your bag. Since Kentu don't want to act right, get your bag, sis. <laughs> um, I don't want to go too in-depth, but shout out to Jigga. He did perform, um, I believe it was last night or so, at Webster Hall for the grand reopening for B-Sides 2. As a Jay-Z fan, I just feel disrespected in the North. What? In the north. Why? Because I just feel like they're great moments. I understand New York, New York, New York. But, like, I feel he's big enough at this point where he needs to have certain staples internationally. Okay. That is true. But Jenna likes Toronto. He likes Toronto. But do so. Like, can I get a 40-40 Toronto, please? Or, like... Facts. You know what I mean? Can, can you just invest a little bit more... You know, Facts. outside of your neighborhood. Facts. Your international hove. Come on. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Um, this isn't. I was happy though to see. I can't wait till it's released on title, since obviously I didn't go to the show, and I don't want to base my review off of Instagram clips. But I was excited to see um Nas join him on stage, Jim Jones join him on stage. But most importantly, socks and sandals? Sean cut ties with jeans. <laughs> yeah, that was Sean cut ties with the jeans. Yo, Killer Cam was on stage and jiggle. Like, honestly, I don't know if this generation will get this. But, like, that is a fucking huge, huge moment. Like, I don't think I ever expected to see that again in, like, life. Like... I more expect to see Connie back on stage with Jigga before I thought of seeing Cam back on stage with Jigga. Like, am I... They weren't ready. I wasn't ready. Like, I didn't... Like, and Cam all had the suit on and everything. I definitely wasn't what? ready. What? What? Just performing classics. How do you think Connie felt seeing that? I think he cried. Yeah? There were, um, people were posting, and I did see it myself, Dame was posting pics of, like, him and Jigga on stage, you know, reminiscing, coincidentally, on the same night. I would have wanted to see Dame on that stage. Why? I don't know. 
what is what the fan in me. he wasn't a hype man. The fan what is he? What is he? It's not the it's not the half man niggas on stage. It's not the half man niggas on stage type of performance though. The fan in me. The fan in me. The fan in me. You see what I'm saying? The fan like not that it should have happened, but the fan in me. I just feel like, what is that going to do? Like, okay, you know when somebody, like, continuously, continuously asks you for something, but, like, nobody's thinking about the after. Like, okay, once I do give you this, like, what is it going to do? It just says, okay, because we really, we know. It's quite obvious at this point. That's what move is being waited to be made. It's not Dame saying, I don't want to talk to him. It's Jigga just chilling. So if Jigga did decide to be like, all right, Dame, cool, come true. What what after that? Cause Jig ain't gonna start a new rebirth of Rockefeller with Dave. So like, have to. You know what I feel. So like, what is the next move? I feel like if that were to happen, everything Dame has been doing up until this point will get a supercharge, and literally, facts. It'll be. I don't know. It'll be the new. It'll be the new Black Disney. So do you feel like if he gets that public cosign, because I'm not doubting that Jigga and him haven't talked behind closed doors, but if he gets that like public cosign from Jigga, you feel like that's what he is trying to share that he's missing? No, because I don't know. I would just, I, I'm not in there so I can't speak of it, but from like, I don't know, man. Just being a like, historian with this shit, I'd probably just say... It'll change a lot. It would, but it wouldn't be the same Dame people are used to seeing. Well, that was very. You probably, won't, you probably won't even see him anymore. Facts. But you'll just, you just know his. His efforts are working. Facts. Um. Also, I do. Random news. Kim Kim Kardashian signed up for like taking the bar. She's becoming a lawyer. Y'all is advocating for her, so. Wanna see what she has to say about that? Well <laughs> She's better than herself. You know, progression. Progression. One of my one of my many my many laws I'll be teaching. Progression. So her husband's putting together a church, she's becoming a lawyer and still nothing is nothing is coming out to you to be like, okay. Alright, alright, time will tell. I'm just They're saying. Progressing, I'm telling you. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Alright, um, I also was very disappointed to share the news that Meek Mill was denied entry into Toronto. You're okay, facts. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. He wasn't denied entry. Um, the judge on his case that has been known for quite some time now to be giving issues has. It was said by Michael Rubin to have ignored. She like pretty much ignored Meek Mill's request, so he couldn't make it to Toronto to witness the Seventy um, Sixers game against the Raptors. Like, what is her deal? I don't get it, fam. She doesn't want him going bad in Toronto. No, not at all. She doesn't want him doing anything. She wants him to... Why does she want him to just sit in a jail cell? Like... You know what? It's, this is no longer the law at this point. That just gave me a great business idea. <laughs> I'll circle back with you on that. 
all right but you know and drake also did show support and frustration of this and i'm just i'm just praying for me because it's like at this point what do they want the man to do like he's been on probation forever like forever forever when is his probation up like a million years from now <laughs> Like, not to be funny, but facts. I swear it's, like, something like five more years or some shit like that. After, like, since I've known Mikhail as an artist. Mixtape days. He's been on probation, like, fam. That's crazy. No? I just want to know when it's all over. Like, I feel like there needs to be a countdown. And everyone just needs to keep him safe until the countdown's up. You know what I mean? I understand the Sixers thing and all of that is going on. And it's the finals. Great Tay-Tay. But, like, can we just protect the man so he just stays out of jail long enough? Facts. To it But I can't just it? go across the border. What is Philly? Like, four or six hours from here? Just to see a game? I know. I was sad, too. Like, come on. Come on. I'd have been at that game just for me. You know, like, I don't, no fetch rappers. Yeah, I li- like, you know, you're all about my city, but you've let me down my entire life. <laughs> like, you know, as a team, you've let me down. Got that free pizza, though. Yeah, but still let down. <laughs> like, that pizza tastes good, but at the end of the season, does it really, does it really taste good? <laughs> you know what I mean? Did you, and then you think about it, did it even have any toppings on it? It didn't have any toppings on it. No. It was either cheese or pepperoni. Yo, true. Um, do you remember that Offset interview on The Breakfast Club? Yeah, I do. I remember watching it and just being like, I rate, I've always called Offset. Like, you know that I've always said, yo, wait for Offset to come because this guy right here, I see him. But... I remember watching that interview and be like, wow, I rate Offset like even more as an individual, like just some things that he speaked on. But I don't know if you recall that part when he was speaking about his father and just like being able to reconnect with him and just his father's struggles and medically and he was just kinda like, yo, he doesn't even care, like if he sees his dad, like he's gonna welcome him with open arms and stuff. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. Well, I see via social media, Offset posted that after finally 23 years wow. trying to find his dad, he finally, like, I felt myself tearing up just watching them embracing each other, like his dad, mixture probably of guilt, but, you know, he was really happy to see him, and, ah, uh, it was just a beautiful thing, and I love to see positive, positive images like that, so... Prayers up, and I'm very happy happy for Offset and his family, and just having that. Imagine not seeing your dad for 23. You know, as a kid, I'm not gonna front. You know, as a kid, certain times you'll probably think if one parent isn't around, be like, "Yo, wait till I get rich. Don't want, don't come around then, cause I'ma have everything, and I'ma give it to this period." Like, you can't act like those thoughts of it. Cross your mind as a kid when you get cheese with one parent or something. Yeah. But, like, Offset is actually, like, living that, bro. He's like, yo, fuck it. Like, when I see this man, you know, I'm going to just watch. I'm going to be rich. Everything. Matt, everything you could give me. Da-da-da. Like, he legit, like, has that in real life. Like, I'm so happy for this guy. Like, he's a great dad. He's one of the few rappers out there. People don't want to sh- highlight that or not. Like, 
21 Savage, Offset. There's certain bands where you don't hear all their business with their baby mothers out there. So in my opinion, that means they have their shit well under wraps. Like, you know what I mean? So I really do respect that. <laughs> Was there... How did, how did you view that, being like a black male? It made me happy. I was so like... I don't know. I was just so glad that what he did worked. Hearing him explain why he put it in the song, and like he just what wants he said, to hear it. he's like maybe I like the fact that you even implemented all that pain and, and those feelings and emotions into your music to contact your dad, and it works. Facts. Like what? Where is the movie? I want to <laughs> see a movie to this. I'm, I'm into the music, but now I want to see the movie. Like facts. Like, this is just crazy to me. Dreams come true. It makes me think, like, what if he wasn't, a, 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 you know, a huge artist like, like that? Yeah, or, yeah. You know, yeah. did it even happen? Like, this this stuff is yeah. just amazing. Like It is really dope. And I'm really happy to see such positivity. Because, like, not going to lie, certain people, you can get ignorant. 23 years, that's, like, almost a whole lifetime for some people out there. You know what I mean? It definitely is. That's a lot of time to build a lot of hate and a lot of fuck you energy. So the fact that he's able to just be like, yo, the past is the past. Let's just move forward. Like, I have everything I want. Like, you don't even need to do nothing. I just want to make sure, like, you're good. Like, that's the type of shit I just want to continue to see in the world. You know? It's still R.A.P. Nipsey. It's still, like, just living life as real and as like militant and as all these things as possible like still about just being positive out there working hard towards your goals dedication like practice makes perfect not all the time you're just gonna try something once and like it's gonna happen the way you want you know what i mean it's all about perseverance like it's all about not being afraid to start again i feel like these are all topics that we've like kind of shut on this week you know with nikki and just beyonce and mary j blige and you know it's never too late and it's never you're never too big to like restart from somewhere definitely so i do want people to take that away for this week um we do have a big announcement coming soon so look out for that also if you do have any feedback about this week's um, podcast or you want to share a story or you want me to just share something for you don't hesitate to email at downtownworld at gmail.com on mr t ford it's always a pleasure having you um as a guest i'm going on the road niggas (laughs) sorry (laughs) it's always a pleasure so thank you for for stopping by this week and recording with us no problem downtown appreciates you um yeah so have a wonderful prosperous week remember don't waste no time with negativity also eat fruit and mind your business and yeah